Hello, no one is available to take your call. Please leave a message after the tone. Hey, CK. Hey, Daddy. I was just wondering when I could see you again. Give me a call and let me know. Hey, TK, it's Carmen, baby. How are you? I know you're busy, but I miss you, papi. Take it over Hey, TK. I'm calling you. I was thinking about you. I'm hoping that I get a call back. It's been on my mind. But, um, you know, it's your girl from Detroit. Give me back when you get a chance, okay? Talk to you later. What's up, everybody? It's comedian T.K. Kirkland, a.k.a. T to the motherfucking K. T.K. Kirkland is the philosopher. T to the motherfucking K is my philosophy. Hey, thank you for giving me a call, man. You know, I've been listening to the podcast. I see how you've been reaching out to the brothers. You know, I've been talking to them. And, you know, I've got a little situation. I just want to run past you and get you some advice from you. Okay. True. All right, so... Yeah, so, all right, so I've been overseas, and I worked overseas as a contractor for seven years. And, you know, I got a chance to see the world and go to different places and, you know, met all kinds of women and, you know, just really enjoyed life over there. Mm-hmm. And I came back, uh, came back stateside uh, around March. Came back stateside around March. And since I came back stateside, you know, my love life just took a, took a downturn. Like, it didn't really, like, pop off like I wanted to. Now, and, what, uh, what, you know, what, what's what's been popping off? My love life. My love okay. life. Like, you know, right, just with being out there with the other women. With the other women. Because uh, okay. I, was, I was in a relationship before overseas, but, you know, coming back stateside, we just couldn't do it because, you know, that long-distance communication. Right. Um, cool. mm-hmm. Yeah. So so when I came back home, um, you know, I purchased my home and everything, so that's paid off for and. And I purchased, you know, both of my cars, and I got a business going, too, my own business, which I'm right. trying to get in there. I'm trying to get my foot in, foot in the door. But I work from home. I work from home for the government. Okay. So I, I do pretty good. I do pretty good now, and, and I, you know, I'm at a point now where I'm looking to settle down. You know, mm-hmm. I'm 29. I'm looking to settle down with a lady and stuff like that. But the thing about it is I got uh, family living with me, you know, and mm. I got a, uh, yeah, and I got a, a mother and a sister who stays with me. My mother don't stay too often. She comes to go, but my sister stays with me all the time. And it's just right. like burning. You know, she's like all in my business, checking to see what I'm doing, things like that. And it's getting to a point now which is it is affecting my love life because I can't really be a man like I want to. Right. And, you know, bring some ladies over without her always in my business. Right. Sure. How old so are you? So if you was in my shoes, how, how would you handle that? Okay. Let me ask a couple questions first. What? Uh, how old is your sister? Okay. Uh, she's 42. Oh, what the fuck she doing at the house? Yeah, she's going through a messy divorce herself. And, you know, you know, I didn't want to be out on the street, so she stayed with me. Which is a nice thing to do. Does, does she have a time frame to be out? Yeah, I gave her to, like, November. Okay, so, so that's one thing. Okay, so that's November. Your mom only comes around now and then, right? Yeah, she comes around now and then. She pops up now and then, but she's not there that often. Okay. So you sound like you got a few dollars. So here's how you move in this one. Right. If you meet one, you got to go out and find somebody that you really like first. Mm-hmm. So you meet a girl, you tell them your situation, what's going on, and you got to be smooth about this, dog. You can't be grimy or everything. Everything that I'm telling you 
is based on smoothness. Smoothness is you talk to a girl for a few weeks on the phone or maybe a week, two weeks. You take her to dinner, take her to a movie. Then you get a hotel room. It's going to cost you a few hundred. It's going to cost you a couple hundred because you're going to take her to a hotel for a while. The reason why you want to take her to a hotel because you just don't want no one to know where you live just yet. You're not married. You got your mom comes through sometimes, your sister's there to November, and you just don't want to show, you don't want to introduce your girl to family members yet unless you know it's for real. Not to put pressure on the young lady. You say, I'm not trying to put pressure on you. I just want to go this particular way. And you just date, which is really is good that your mom and your girl, your sister is there because it prevents a woman from coming, staying in your house that you might have to throw out. You're 29. I say take two or three more years to travel more, fuck a little bit more before you really think about that, unless you really find a winner, yo. And I don't know what your definition of a winner is. You know, everybody, every man's definition of a winner is different. But you just got to find out what you like and what you like. And if you feel that um, when you meet that person, then go ahead and rock it. But it's, I think it's a, it's a blessing that your sister's there. Well, let me ask you a few things, though. I mean, you know, mm-hmm. I worked hard, got the, you know, the beautiful home, my dreams. You know, I got a six-bedroom, a three-bath home, you know, and I got the car that I wanted, my dreams. And then, you know, I, I did everything a legit way. You know what I'm saying? I went to school, saved up my money. But why do I got to go outside of my home? You know what I mean? Just I agree, but one thing you got to remember, I agree with you. But family first, fam. No matter if you got a good sister and mom, family first. These hoes come and go. Do you hear what I'm telling you? Don't get caught up in falling in love with a bitch, buying her bags and shoes and shit, and taking them on trips to find yourself a year, two years from now. You ain't with that girl. Mm -hmm. Family's forever. So you want to, you want to, basically what I want to call this you got to put in your um, your chips. So one day, if you need God or a situation, karma, we call it, you can cash in. But you got to look out for your sister. It doesn't seem like she's going to take advantage of you. She says she's going to be out in November. She's going through a messy divorce. She was there to help her, which is good, because God forbid you get in a car accident, you hurt yourself one day or anything like that. Your sister turned her back on you because you did her wrong, and you got a six right. bedroom house. Right. You, know you still can swing dick. You still can swing dick and have a good time. Hit Dave and Buster's. You know, go on a couple trips and shit. You know, eat eat at good restaurants. You still can do it. But what you got to do, yeah, is find a chick that's equally yoked at your age. Yeah, that's and that's. But at your age, it's hard. Why you at, at 29, ain't too many girls got a house? Oh, I know. And that's why that's why I'm kind of like weeding through. Like you were saying earlier, what do I define the definition of woman? That's really what I look for. I look for a woman who about a business. You know, it's like... Right, you're gonna, you'll find that, podcast. but you're not going to... I'm sorry to interrupt you. You're going to find that, but you're not going to find anyone that got 50, 60... They, they have it, but it's far in between. As far as we train, it might be oh, the place where you're not attracted. Yeah. Okay. 
Yeah, no, I mean, I'm not, you, you don't have to have all the assets. Like, you don't need to have a big pink account. You don't need to have, you know, all those things. But it's your mindset. It's like, where do you want to go in your mind? What do you want to right. do? Where do you see yourself? Yeah, where do you see yourself next three, five, you know, seven years? Things yeah. like that. And the thing about it, so, is, you know, I want to, you know, bring girls by and date and stuff like that. But, you know, I, you can't, it, it, it blocks me a lot when you got to sit on your yeah, sister see, and have a mother there. You know what I'm saying? It's cop blocking the a lot reason, going on. See, but if you're dating, not committed, dating, that means you're going to have different women coming through. That means a girl will pop by your house anytime she wants because you ain't going to be up front with them all. You ain't going to be up front and say, yeah, I'm dating Stacy, and tomorrow you, I can't go out with you because I'm dating Karen because you'll lose everybody. So you got to lie a little bit, right? You got to lie a little bit. So it's good right. they're not coming right. to your house. That's right. what I'm saying. It's good that your sister's there. You have to come up with an alternate plan. The alternate plan is you still can meet people, still can talk on the phone. You just tell them you want to meet them here, meet them there, and you go to their house if they got a spot. If right. they ain't got a spot, you could still stay, you know, kick it with them, go to the movie, whatever. Um, you think it's going to get sexual, get a hotel room. There's so many ways you could do that. But if you're dating, I wouldn't bring a lot of women through your home, yeah. That's something I wouldn't do. Right. If you was my son, I would tell you the same thing. You know, I would say don't bring a lot of different women through your house because, um, you know, some women have a lot of negativity in their body. Some women bring a lot of baggage. Some women bring a lot of confusion. And your home is sacred. You see, you go out in the world and deal with all types of confusion, but when you come in and shut your door to your house that you work hard for, it's what you call peace of mind. And that's what you want to protect. You want to protect your home at all costs. And the woman you do allow in your home, you got to make sure, like you said, her mindset is on point. And that's going to take time. Because you got the spot that you write, some girls that start acting right just for a little bit, just for a while. <laughs> yeah, but see the thing. All right, let me ask you this though. Like, I don't, I, you know, I I messed with girls from from jump since I was, you know, since I was young. But I've always right. kept my my relationships with females who I met with separate from what my family knows. You know what I mean? Right. The thing about it's like, like I, I, we got five of us in the family. We bet a thousand on divorces. Like everybody got a divorce. You know what I mean? Everybody Damn. in a messed up relationship. And, yeah, and you know, it's kind of like. You don't want to pour tainted water in, in, you know, clear water. You know what I'm saying? Right. So what, I, what I've been doing is just, you know, I whoever I dated just from years, even going back to when I was in high school, stuff like that, I've dated people on the low and kept my family out of it. Mm-hmm. So I'm saying all that point to say that, like, I don't want them to get the assumption that, like, a nigga's gay. Because I ain't, I ain't got no disrespect for <laughs> gay people. And I ain't gay at all. Right, so, right, like, right. I don't want them to get no assumption. At all, but I do. I just, it just, I got an uncle like that too. I move on a low. Everything I do, I move yeah, on Yeah, so low. come around. Every day, listen, bring a, bring a female around there and stunt now and then. It's cool. Oh, you know, I, come by the house, I, have a girl sit in the living room. You know, you're in the kitchen, have something to eat, introduce it to your sister and your mom, and you're going right back out. Right. She ain't there right. to get comfortable. She ain't there to say hello to everybody. You know, just hello. You stop by to pick up something, and you're out the door. Nobody got to stay. Okay. Sister asks who that is. That's just a friend. Well, you That's got... the way you play it. Or you could just say, I don't give a fuck okay. what anybody thinks. 
But it's good at your yeah, age. Yeah, you can get with that attitude. Yeah, yeah but it's good at your attitude. age. You got a house. You got a nice wit. You working hard. It's good. Matter of fact, you know some real shit? Bring a bitch over to the house and fuck her in the house. And don't care what your sister says. Nah, for real. Dick a bitch down real good. And you walk out with your robe on. Your sister see you brushing your teeth. You got the cologne. And you're just smiling at her. She's looking at you. You know, and to the point, get to the point, your sister calling you a house, you know. And you tell your sister, now I'm dating because I ain't trying to end up in no divorce. I'm going to really make sure yeah. that the relationship I deal with yeah. is on point, even though there's no guarantees in that shit. Like I said, in your age group, fam, I wouldn't wish that on my worst enemy. Yeah. Because nobody was raised right. Everybody out here winging it. Learning as they go, as I call it. And the thing that I want yeah, for you, you don't I want could, to jeopardize. You know. No, I don't want you to jeopardize everything you worked hard for because you want to rush into a relationship and get married. I don't know when to get married, but that's what's going to lead to. But the greatest thing to protect you if you do fall in love is get a young lady to sign a prenup. And my point is if you are successful where you are, you get to keep what you want. She, if she's not successful, partially, partially successful, what you could tell her is, listen, five, ten years from now, you might, you don't know what your future is going to be. You might become a multimillionaire, but you protect yourself as well. So everybody's protected. Everybody's protected. You ain't, yeah, but I got to say, no, one thing I was going to say is I got to, we got to, I got to figure out a way to curb that aggressiveness, like, I mean, you know, it's my spot, so I can't, I can't be bitch made and, you know, excuse my language in the podcast, but I can't have nobody, you know, what I'm saying, trying to tell me what I need to do. You know, no, 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 no. I don't think, I don't think, I don't think your, I don't think your sister's gonna tell you what to do. What I'm saying to you is just be bringing girls to your house, and when um, she asks you, see, there's a difference when your sister asks you, who's that compared to you can't bring nobody here. She's not gonna say that to you. Because she's your sister, right. she's going to be looking out for you. So she's going to have that mother type thing because she is 42. So she is like a mom. Right. 42 is like a mom. Right. Yeah. You know, she ain't like she's 30 yeah. or 27. 42 is like she got, she got mom yeah. behavior, instinct, and everything. So she's only going to ask you about you slinging your dick, are you protecting yourself, et cetera, et cetera. And just answer and say yes. She's not telling you not to bring. She's not going to say to you, don't bring nobody in the house. That's a definite. She's not going to do that. And just have fun. Right, right. Just have fun. She's lazy. Yeah, I, I mean, think so. I think, I think you're right, man. I think I think I'm stressing too much, man. I think I just... Yeah, you're stressing too much, fucking much. I'm like, who raised you, nigga? Come on. You're supposed to have fun. You're supposed to be sticking the bitch down. Have a fun. If your sister see you, she see you. Don't be embarrassed. But what is also showing about you, you was raised right, and you respect your family. And I commend you for that. It's not that you're stressing. It's that you got respect for your family members. Because you could be in there smoking weed yeah. and drinking and fuck y'all and all that, but that's not what you're doing. You're showing respect. Yeah, it's well, yeah, and it's a certain image I try to care myself. Like, I got seven, you know, nieces and nephews and shit like that. And, like, I always try to carry that image of, you know, like, Yo, y'all do the right thing, you know, it's cool. Right. You start your own business or something, something, That's whatever, right. you know what I mean? Like, you ain't got to be out in the street, you know what I mean? Right. 
So I, I always try to live with that motto in life. Yeah, and you still and you still can do that, and you still can sling dick. You so right. Twenty nine. Don't you deprive right. yourself of having a good time. Just don't have no babies. Yeah. You know, just don't have no babies. Fuck, eat pussy. Um, make sure you get a girl a nice gift. You always got to get a girl a nice gift after you kick her with her for about three weeks to a month. Always get a, a sister a gift. Uh, send a card, you know, bring her flowers, those type of things. And I don't mean just on her birthday, just because. You know, girl, fuck you good and have you have a good time with her. Send flowers to a job. You know, ask her her address and send her a card in the mail. That's what gentlemen do. And she'll appreciate it. I'm telling you. But have fun. Still be the role model in the family. Still teach your nieces and nephews about success and leadership. But when you shut that door at night, you're a motherfucking porn star. And there's nothing wrong with that. There's nothing wrong with that. You just got to have a strategy. Like I said, remember, family first. Your family needs you, you be there for them. You, the girls that you're going to date, you're having fun. You're going to enjoy yourself. You're going to work hard. You're going to enjoy yourself. If you've got a, a certain girls in your life that you like, say, hey, you know what? I'm really feeling you, but I'm going to go on this trip. Now, I would like for you to go, but this is the, I'm telling you the way I move. You pay for the airline ticket. I got everything else. If she says she can't afford an airline ticket, then you say, well, this trip's not for you. I'll see you when I get back. <laughs> okay. All right. No, nah, you're right. You're right. So that's how I'm going to move, too, man, because that's why I'm thinking next. Like, what's going to be my strategy trying to weed out the stock? You know what I'm saying? If you want to go about something, like, and like yeah, you because a, a flight. Right. You, she got to pay for the flight. See, when I was young, no one yeah. taught me. I had to live by trial and error. And then I realized, why should I fly someone somewhere when I'm going to meet a bitch there? Like, why would I do that? Like, why would I fly somebody from another state to another state and then I could probably meet somebody at that state or city better than the bitch I just left? Yeah. Then I realized... The money that I spent on airline tickets, hotel, rent a car, in my 20s, 30s, and 40s, even sometimes in my 50s, ain't none of them bitches with me. So I gave people that wasn't connected in my life memories that should have went towards my children. But I'm glad I did it. Like, I'm not against it. I'm glad I did it because my girl is only 13 or 14 years old. So they wasn't even around back in those days. I'm glad I had to live up life, but I found out that successful women don't mind paying for the airline ticket. They'll say in a minute. But you had your oh, kids in life, though, right? Say it again. You had your, I didn't cut you off. You had your kids later in their life, right? So that was a yeah. smart move by doing that, right? Yeah, I started having my children at 27. So I have a son 29 years old. Oh, 27. Oh, okay, okay. On the answer, I see your, your two, your son and your daughter. I thought that's you know young kid you had. Okay. Yeah, yeah. My, my oldest is twenty nine, but he's executive at Interscope. I have another son who plays football. My girls are fifteen and fourteen, and they are um, just intellectual. I have a son who's a karate expert. You know, he's about to get his black belt. So, 
everybody's doing well. It's just that um, I like young women. Yeah. So about 15, 16 years ago, you know, I met my kids' moms, and I had one baby in one state and had a baby in another state. I wasn't with nobody, and I didn't have to answer to nobody. I ain't got to say shit to them because I wasn't married, and I keep it moving. So sometimes I want to be married. Sometimes I don't. But I had to sacrifice a lot of things to get the things that I have, you know, and some things I can't just say because there's so much money involved. I keep it low-key and keep it close to my heart, but uh, I'm, I'm moving in a very powerful, powerful situation. But the one thing I'm excited about is my book coming out in January, the Who Raised You book. It's called, I'm calling it Who Raised You, The Blueprint to Life. And it's going to be okay. for okay. Um, books for you guys to read. And it's going to be hard, though. It ain't going to be like no Steve Harvey. It ain't going to be like no, it ain't going to be a, a book that's sugarcoat. Like, I really got to get into you ladies and guys' asses in a hurtful way for them to really understand. And um, it's going to be good. I'm excited about it. Yeah, nah, man, you, I like that, man. You got that military approach. You you, you break them down and build them back up. You know what I mean? Yeah, so I'm, I'm, gonna, really I'm either going to intimidate you or inspire you. And see, the world yeah. is so weak now. Niggas are so weak and bitches are so strong and we miss leadership in so many ways. And I'm going to try to take the leader role. What I'm trying to do is just give you guys the information. It's up to you how you process it. And all I can do is tell the truth. You know, and telling the truth has got me to where I'm in today. The podcast is winning. The shows around the country is selling out. I got some other things in the works, and, you know, I'm glad I could take the time to call because in my head I'm like one person a week, you know. So 52 lives I'm going to change in a year. And I might up it to two times next year. But my schedule is so crazy, and on top of that, trying to be a father, not trying, I am a dad, to do that, yeah. it takes a lot of time, and I take my babies with me. Yeah, I tell you, yo, shit, I mean, you looked out for me big time on this call, man, I learned a lot, man. Picked yeah, but that's, the way you, but that's the way you move, fam. You you show leadership right. amongst the nieces and nephews, you, I see that you got respect for your sister. But your sister's not gonna mind you getting some pussy. She not mind you bring another nigga in the motherfucking house. But you get some nah, pussy. Yeah, you bring you get some pussy. You know what I'm saying? She's like, oh, hi. She might even like have breakfast ready for you downstairs when you get up in the morning for some weekend. You <laughs> <laughs> serious? Yeah. Like, hey, I got eggs and bacon downstairs, so you know, I'm a, I'm on my way to church. I'm on my way to the gym, but I'm not this for you. You never know. You know, have food under to get your stuff. Yeah, have fun, man. Right, right. Have fun. I know you've been to the military and you're successful. I'm so proud of you that you got that structure in life and, you know, uh, just avoid negativity because I'm quite sure you got some haters because at your age, a lot of guys don't have, not have, they haven't obtained what you have. So you got to stay with some haters. If you go to a party, yo. If the party ends at three, you leave at one thirty, one forty-five. Because fights always start right. as it close gets closer to the end. And you know, yeah, that's Mhm. Something about as it gets close to the end, niggas and females want to start fighting. Yeah. 
Right, that's not cool. Right, right. Uh, right. No. I mean, yeah, I change, I change, I change a lot of my phone too, man. Since I've been back home, I don't even kick it with. You know how you like you ride through, you know, shit. That's when you came out from. You see niggas doing the same shit. Mm-hmm. I mean, do you know shit like ten years? That's I mean, true. every song that's out there has been talked about. Shit. Comedians been talking about that shit for years. Right. And that's how it is, yo. That's how you know, like, and that's why I just, I fucking, I changed my social circles now. I hang around like. It was about business, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's about moving things in life. And right. my whole thing is, man, I ain't trying to work for nobody no more. I'm trying to shake off this nine to five. I mean, right. you know, I make good money. I'm trying to shake that nine to five and try to have my own. Because, like Jay said in that song, like, how we feel slave in 2016. You know, to mm-hmm. your own, you can't be free. That's how I mm-hmm. look at life, yo. Well, what people don't know is the opportunities that's out there for them. It's people like myself that have the platform to teach people to go to school, get certain skills in computers, um, teach your kids while they're in school to learn about investing, know about minerals and things like that, to know how to be involved instead of just working at a gas station, corner store, or waitress. You will never obtain success that way. But the catch to doing those type of jobs and in my book, I'm going to tell people how they still become a millionaire. I'm going to tell it right now. Also, just a teaser. See, even if you worked a waitress job or a truck driver, and you make enough just to pay your bills, if you're really into your family, what I'm about to tell people in the book will make you rich when you leave this earth. The game I'm going to give them, knowledge-wise, that when they die, their families' families for the next generation down. People listen to the blueprint I'm about to drop. All right. They'll be rich forever. Their family, family, family will be rich forever. And you make sure you get the book and you read it. You go like, wow, he told me that this shit was going to be like this. It's going to be right in your face. You go like, damn, this is the coldest game a nigga ever dropped on someone. It's going to be that fly. Right. See, so when, when, when is that advanced copy coming out, right? You know what? We uh, the deal. I'm signing the deal really by Monday. We had to change some things on the um, oh. on the contract, but it's going to be we're going to oh. work hard for the next few months and um, get it out. You know, and it's not no goofy shit. You know, it's not like and it's not goofy. It's not political. It's it's in your face. What I truly feel the world's been waiting for for a long time is that is that thing that people can really just pick up and read and go right to and answer the questions like yourself and other things about this type of same type of situation that you're in with your mom because you was um, stressing yourself over something that you shouldn't have stressed yourself over. One, you got to know who you are, right? Knowing who you are is everything. You pay the mortgage at that motherfucking house. You invited your sister in. Whether your sister is contributing or not contributing, your name is on D. It's your, it's your house. So, yes, you want to bring a woman in, see your living room set. Ain't nothing like a bitch coming in your house, see a nice flat screen TV, the carpet clean, and she think, that, she think it might be your sister's shit. And you're like, no, nah, that's my shit, you know. And I'm going to tell you another thing you got to go get. You gotta go to Walmart or Target and get them everything that you plug in. 
and you mm-hmm. plug them in the, like the front door, the garage door, your bathroom, other all the other rooms. So when a woman walks through your house, they the house just smells good. It's a similar format to hotels. When you go to, like to the Ritz Carlton, you go to these uh, intercontinental hotels, the Hilton. When you walk in the Bellagio's in Vegas, when you open the door, you smell that flowers or this like what is that smell it smells so good they did that for a reason that's the same thing you want when a woman walk in your house like wearing cologne right wearing cologne it makes a right. fucking woman feel a certain way well this air would right. find out the smell that you like and stop popping that shit in your bathroom so when a bitch open the door he's like oh my god it smells good because I always taught my son no matter what you do you make sure your bathroom on point you make sure you got the fresh Fluffy towels, nigga. You make sure the tub is clean. You make sure the the bathroom ain't got that brown stain from the water running all for twenty years right. and all that. You make sure you got um, um, just a nice looking bathroom. So when a woman pull up her dress or pull down her panties, she's comfortable. And since you're a player, I'm gonna tell you nothing. Keep um, uh, many pair, maxi pads in your under your cabinet in your guest bathroom. Keep baby wipes. Mm-hmm. Get Dove soap, bitches love Dove soap. Get nice hand wash and put that right there on the sink. So when the woman wash your hands, you use a nice smelling hand soap. You got the extra towels in there. You know, you get a mirror with the light on it. So when a woman's in the bathroom by herself, she can look at herself and all that kind of shit. You make sure you got Q-tips right there on the side. Anything a woman would need when she walks into your bathroom, you want to make sure you got it. Okay. All right. Yeah, yeah. I got, I'm glad you mentioned the airway stuff like that, man. I just got that like two days ago. I thought that all around the house. But yeah, I'm definitely I'm gonna get that nice and yeah. the baby white. That's gonna be all in the guest bathroom. All in the guest bathroom already. But I'm like, yeah. yeah. And what happens? I got you. I got you. When a woman comes to your house and she's in your bed in your in your room and she gets ready to use your shower, you say no, no, use the guest bathroom. Now some women might find that offensive. But you got to teach it to know it's not that I don't want you to use my bathroom. I just want the, the guest bathrooms for you so you can have privacy. See, so many, so women are not used to privacy. So no, I want you to have privacy because a woman should never, a man should never see a woman do her hair, especially if she got a weave. A man should never see a woman with her weave out. Never. I don't give a fuck what go down. A woman should never allow because men, men are visual. And once you see your girl looking like an average motherfucker, your whole your feelings might change. If she got cellulite and she got a big stomach, but she looks good in clothes, well, you go in the bathroom, get yourself together. So when you come out, you always look presentable. That's the reason why you got the guest right. bathroom. Okay. All right. That's okay. the reason why. Mm-hmm. That's the reason why you do that. You know, and make sure you got the, the little right. thing in there to uh, clean the toilet. And make sure you got another yeah, can of um, air freshener. So if she blows the spot, she can open up the window and spray. It's just, it's just human shit, natural shit, that you want her to feel comfortable when yeah. she walk out. Mm-hmm. It's important, yo. I'm telling you. You're going to love it. All right, man. Shit, I'm, looking, I'm, shit, I'm about to get it in there. <laughs> my man, I yeah. truly wish you the best. I, I, like I said, I'm on my way to the movies, and I wanted to make sure I was made this phone call because for some reason something about your message really caught me 
And I said, let me go, because I was going to make you wait. And I was like, ah. Right. And I said, this motherfucker sound like he's about to commit suicide and shit. So I said, let me call. Nah, nah, stuff, man. Nah, I, nah, man, shit, nah, I got too much pride in that shit. But no, nah, it was just. Well, I, I didn't know. I didn't know. But I was like, I'm going to have to Yeah, 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 I feel you. I feel you. I feel you. Yeah. Oh, yeah, man. I'll be in Virginia. Yeah, I'll be out, in man. Virginia in October. So make sure you just keep following my Instagram at TK underscore Kirkland. And I got you two tickets to the show. So I got you. All right. Appreciate it, yo. Appreciate the love, yo. All so right, if, I, if I have any questions, can I text you on this video? Nah. You can call me. Oh, just call me. Okay, okay. yeah, call me enough. back. I ain't no Hollywood nigga. I make Hollywood money, but I ain't a right. Hollywood nigga. I'm just a nigga who used Tommy <laughs> as a front to make it through life. But my yeah. thing is, you got my yeah. number direct. Call me. Just don't call me too fucking okay. much. And when you call, make sure it's really something you have to ask me. That's all I ask because I'm busy. All right. Okay. All right. Other than that, family, may your pain yeah. be champagne. Do your thing, sling dick. Enjoy your fucking life because there's only one time around this lap. There's only one time around this, around this lap, like I said, and I want you to get all your minutes out of life. Have fun. All right, keep to the motherfucking K. Keep to the motherfucking K. Now, I'm glad you recognize. We out, bro. This episode of the TK Kirkland Show was produced by Jonathan Mena, executive produced by Charlemagne the God, music by Lando Beats. This is an official Loudspeakers Network production.